Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
testimony service. So if you have a prayer request or you have a testimony service, I please ask you that you type it in the comment section on Facebook so we can read them all out. If for some reason you don't have it available right now, like maybe you don't have your testimony or prayer request at the moment, or you're doing Facebook late, that's okay, absolutely fine. We will read in the comments later. And if you need prayer and you don't want to type it in the comment section, remember we put you on the master prayer list on church. You can remain anonymous if that is your choice. After immediately following the short testimony service and all the prayer and the congregational function this morning, we will have our final words from Dr. Moore to break down the day's life, and then we will be closing out. And, and so further notice, greater audacious, we will be back to regular church services. So we do want you to bear with us and pray with us as we are avidly staying aware and cautiousness of COVID-19. And as a personal service announcement or public service announcement, if you have to go out of your residence, please have a mask on. Please use hand sanitizer, and before you leave your residence, stay prayed up. That way you will not be affected by the virus. Ready for service? Good morning, and God bless. Time for the congregational song. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for being here. Get everybody ready to praise God. No matter where we are, we got to praise God. Yes. When we need something, all we have to do is call on him because he is on the main line. So come on and bless God with me. Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Yeah, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Oh, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Yeah, call him up and tell him what you want. Oh, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Yeah, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Oh, Jesus is on the main line.
that is battling COVID-19, we're now requesting that God send his angels and send his divine healing. The children's family, yes, Mother Children's, her hero was yesterday. So just keep all those families in prayer this morning. My prayer request is that you guys continue to keep us lifted up in prayer, verification right. as a whole, until we can come back into the storehouse again. We thank God for the time we had when we were two or three assembling in the mix. I am also requesting prayer for my son Ryan. You guys all know what he's mattering with, and I'm desperately seeking that the saints of God can continue to keep his name right. in the word of God. That is my prayer request this morning. Amen. Any more prayer requests? And I see you. Thank God for being alive when you get another day. I, feel, I I come to God with this prayer request to to pray for the family, as as Tasha said. Also, I'm coming. I'm asking for everybody to keep praying for my children. I pray for my children on a daily. You know, Satan is really working. I don't care if they're not doing anything too wrong or wrong or whatever. Just keep them up in prayer because Satan is trying to work on minds and trying to allow uh, children that have been raised right. To think different or to think along with the world. And we want to pray against that because I don't want to be a mother to see my children die and end up going in hell because they know who God is. They know who he is. And pray my strength in the Lord. Pray that God keeps me. Pray that God helps me grow in his word. I'm growing a little bit, but I think this time is just taking a little bit time because i got to understand a little bit more. So I'm asking for y'all to keep praying for my mind in Christ, my soul in Christ, my heart in Christ. And I just ask you to just pray for the world as a whole because this world is, go- is gone. It's gone, y'all. And, and God keeps talking and nobody's listening. Everybody is being very, very disobedient with God's word, did not believe in the situation that they think this pandemic is a joke. Pray for those minds right there that's thinking that it's all a joke and that it's man-made. And even if it is man-made, God is allowing it to do what it needs to do to wake us up. We need to wake up and stop playing around. Anyway, just keep us all in prayer. Amen. Do we have any more prayer requests here in the studio? If not, if not, on Facebook, we want to acknowledge anyone that's on right now. Other Whitehead from Baltimore, Deacon Eric Harris out of Gardena, Sister Maya Harris in Gardena, Elder Harper from Compton, Sister Florence Hunter, Sister Sabrina Swafford from Los Angeles, Missionary Timothy Webb from Compton. We thank you guys for listening again. Um, one prayer request is to President the City of Baltimore from all the killings and the coronavirus. Amen. So if there are no other prayer requests on Facebook, and there are no other current questions in our studio. We are going to have Dr. Moore. He will come at this time, and he will take us to the throne of grace, mm-hmm. and he will save us grace. God bless you. He'll be here in just a short second. God bless you in Radio Land this morning. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice, amen. We call amen to share a word of prayer to the nation. This morning that the Lord will strengthen us, that we might believe that he is who we say he is. We come against the force of evil. This COVID-19 that has caused 
many to lose their lives and many more is losing their lives. It is a reality. It is real. We cannot overlook that it's not real. But God is in control of all things. The request of a man that has went up before the Lord this morning, we're going to claim victory, healing, and deliverance in the name of Jesus. God knows your address. He knows where you're living and knows what you're going through with right now. We ask to touch in the name of Jesus. He is our oldest help. He is our oldest heal. Yes. And we pray this morning that he continue to have mercy upon us. Because if he hadn't had mercy upon us, none of us would not be here this morning. But Almighty God right now to the world, this COVID-19 is a knock on our heart, is to drive us unto you. We see it has come to be a system going all over the world to cause mankind to bow down to it. We don't bow down to but one God, and that is you, Lord Jesus. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We pray God gives strength everywhere. To those that know the Lord and to those that do not know the Lord. Holy man is in the hospital and holy man is in the policeman and all of those holy men that are out there. We pray God gives strength and Touch in the name of Jesus. We have to close out of church once again. But I encourage you in this prayer, have church in your home. Hallelujah. That's right. May not be but two or three of you, but put yes. out on your hands. Yes. Put the Lord in your home. Yes, this too shall pass. Yes. We thank you, Holy Master, for your divine blessing. And according to your word, we know that it's not going to get any better. It's going to get worse. Yes. Let me in time hear your voice. And let them open their heart and receive you. And we don't know whether you will give us a blessing or a curse. But I know we must humble ourselves before you. Yes. My God, I ask you to have your way in our lives. I pray for God's people all over the face of this earth. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Prayer is always warranted and needed. And it is always effective. And when we are praying and we believe in the prayer, it does come to fruition. So, amen for the prayer this morning. And we thank God for all the prayer requests that have yet been up before the Lord this morning to his kingdom. He heard them. And just as a side note, I believe that when we pray, when we say in Jesus' name, that's a sign, a seal, and a living that is went up to God. And he can't answer the prayer. This morning, we're going to take up a short testimony service. And then we just announced Rayla will be singing this morning. And after Rayla, then Dr. Moore will come back and he will be the final person here of the service. He will preach or teach the word of God and undergo great gospel. He will close us out. And then we'll be back again next Sunday for you guys as well. This morning, my testimony is I'm grateful for my wake up first and foremost. I'm also thankful for no bad news. I'm grateful that even though our building of the church is closed, that there is a such thing as social media, and we can still give God the praise. And whether or not social media exists, 
we were still in that church in our house today because we know that God is bringing, you know, who he is and where he is and what he has done for us. So I do ask that if you have a testimony, put it in the comment section. Let us know what the Lord has done. And if you have a testimony that you just can't share with everyone, that's okay because God knows your heart. He knows where you are this morning. You can just say anonymous praise report, and that will be enough for us because God's mercy and grace is sufficient. And we know that if he woke you up this morning, that was the biggest blessing of your day, starting off the day that you woke up, and you can give him the ultimate praise. Now we're going to open up our testimony service this morning to our studio and also to our online church family this morning. God bless everybody. Mm, praise God. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. We have to keep saying that as well. We cannot slip. I want to thank God for him today. I want to thank God for saving me and filling me with the Holy Ghost. And although the pandemic has happened, I'm, I'm waiting for my baptism going under the water. I got to wait for that now. But that's okay. As long as I'm baptized in the Word and I keep trying to get this Word right, I thank God for that. I thank God for uh, walking every day, waking up every day, seeing who I live with every day, hearing voices of family members that I can't, I can't see on a daily basis. Uh, what I do see, though, I see this world, this world, we are under subjection for real, y'all. We are under subjection for real. We keep asking God to do this and do that. Bless us here. Take care of this. And when it's a tragedy, we all get saddened. But a lot of these tragedies are God working through these things that we're asking him to work out. We have disobedient people in this world, and if they don't have it right, God don't keep allowing these bad things to happen. But if you in God, if you are filled with the Holy if you are a true person of God, a true woman and man of God, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to be afraid of that. I mean, yes, our human body, our human flesh, we, we, we fear a little bit. We fear a little bit, and that's just on the human side. But when you have Jesus, because he did not give us the power of fear, he didn't give it to us. So we don't need to even carry it around. But what we have to do is be obedient and be prepared for these things that are coming along. I know I've, I've heard I heard one guy, he's supposed to be so saved, but if something happened and he forgot to call on Jesus because his flesh took over and he got scared. We can't be like that. We can't allow that to slip in our lives like that because we know God too much. And if you serve him like you're supposed to, he's going to always bless us. I, I, I just thank God because he's opening up a couple of things mentally for me. Uh, uh, God gave me something. I, I don't know if I ever bring a sermon or not. Who knows? But God gave me a little something in my head one day, and I told my daddy about it. And he gave me a little title of, of, of something that could be a sermon. And it, it was said to sin got the world tripping. Now, that may be in layman's terms for everybody to understand, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Sin got this world tripping. People are going crazy over sin. Sin got people doing things they wouldn't have ordinarily been doing um, in their lives. But sin got this world tripping. And I've been reading and I've been going in my word and asking God to reveal much to me. So if he do allow me to bring that as a message, I'm not going to say that, but if he do, I thank God for that. But anyway, again, I thank God for life. For life. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. We want that message to come. <laughs> we will preach that. That is awesome. All right. So, we're going to Sister Maya Harris. She was asking and is still asking for the Hooper and the Scott family who are also in the movement to, of course, start to keep the movement up in church.
of minutes a week. You have Brother Reginald Chase out of Tupelo, Mississippi. He thanked God bless in the morning with the church family. Mm-hmm. So I may remember him. He came from some Sundays when he was here in California. Mm-hmm. He's thankful that home for the home church, but he's still saying good morning and God bless. Elder Whitehead from Baltimore, his testimony this morning. Is he just thanking God for grace and mercy and for his life? Uh, Sister Brittany Randall from Apple Valley, she thanks the Lord and the family. Uh, we have Brother Levonmore Jr. He is watching. God bless you. Brother Levonmore out of Linwood, California. Sister from Inglewood, she's saying good morning to family. Do we have any other testimonies in our studio this morning? Go ahead, Mayla. I would like to thank God this morning. I would just like to thank him for all of my hiccups and everything he has done for me. And I have realized something over time. If if there was no God, then there would not be any miracles, all there will not be any us. So the reason why we thank God is because there is because there is a such thing as a miracle and it works. Yes. Amen. So Amen. I have like that. So I have that you can't be afraid to put your trust in God. That's right. right. You can't be afraid to lean on me. If I know anything, I know that God is amazing. He mm-hmm. can do anything. Yeah, yes. that's he right. He can uh, perform many miracles. Yes. Many miracles. Amen. And I don't know how much time, but I know that God is always on time. He may not be there mm-hmm. like the moment that you we need him, but he'll always be there. I have learned one thing. You may trust in God and believe in God, and you may say, God, I, God, I need this. And you might not receive it at that moment. But the reason why you're not receiving it at that moment is because God sees that you're not ready to have it and handle it. So if you ask God for something, be patient and believe Somebody missing it, Jesus. Amen. She's been in church since she was two months old. So 
15 years you've been in church in your life, and when you think, just look, if you think your kids are not paying attention because they might want to get that phone and that video game or laugh with their best friend or their cousin in church and snickers, when you think they're not listening, this proves right here, coming out of the mouth of the day, this proves that she was listening Amen. and that she indeed has learned something in her short 15 years of life. Amen. That was beautiful for you to say what you have learned and what you now know to be accurate to what we have been teaching you, what Bishop Moore has been teaching you in 15 years of your life. Now you're realizing that God is amazing and that all the miracles that we've talked about, you now see are coming to fruition. And if we have no more um, testimonies here in the studio, that's absolutely okay if we don't. Now that we don't have any more testimonies in the studio, Rayla will be coming with you with a song immediately after Rayla gracing your presence. Then Bishop Moore, he will be bringing the bread of life. We thank you for listening to our short service. God bless you, and may everything richly, richly bless you. God bless. Bless us, Bless us. How many of you guys may know this, and some of you guys may not, but this is him. I'm looking for a miracle, expect the impossible, feel the intangible, see the invisible. I'm looking for a miracle, expect the impossible, feel the intangible. See the invisible. The sky is the limit to what we can have. The sky is the limit to what we can have. The sky is the limit to what we can have. If you believe and receive it, God will perform it today. Hey, hey, hey. Just believe and receive it, God will perform it today. I'm looking for a miracle. Expect the impossible. Expect the impossible. See the invisible. Yeah. I'm looking for a miracle. Expect the impossible. See the intangible. Expect the impossible. The sky is the limit to what we can have. The sky is the limit to what we can have. The sky is the limit for can have. Just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Hey, hey, yeah. believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Hey, 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 h
The sky is the limit to what we can have. The sky is the limit to what we can have. Oh, the sky is the limit to what we can have. Just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Hey, hey, hey. Just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Today, today. Believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Yeah, just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. I'm looking for a miracle. Expect the impossible. Expect the impossible. See the invisible. I'm looking for a miracle. Expect. The impossible, see the invisible, expect the intangible. The sky is the limit to what we can have. The sky is the limit for what we can have. The sky is the limit. To what we can have, oh yeah. Just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Hey, hey, hey. Just believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Hey, hey, believe and receive it. God will perform it today. Hey.
Uh, and I want to pick up on something, amen, that I was on last week. Amen, last Thursday. Y'all pray along with me at this album. Amen. And that is, amen, from Galatians chapter 1, 6 through 12. And I will read to some of the verses, amen, in Galatians 3, 1 through 5, and 2 John 9 and 10. Galatians 1 and 6 says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that calls you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Which is not another. For there will be some that trouble you and would prevent the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so says I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. But do I persuade men or God? Or do I speak to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which were preached of me is not after man. For I neither receive it of man. Neither will I taught you, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Paul went on down to the old foolish Galatian. Who has bewitched you that you shall not obey the truth? Before whom I, Jesus Christ, has been evident set forth, crucified among you. This only what I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the work of the law or by the hearing of faith. Are ye so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, are ye now made perfect by the blood? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If it be yet in vain. Ye therefore that ministry to you, the Spirit, and work miracles among you, they'll be hit by the work of the law, or by the hearing of faith. Whosoever transgress and abides not in the doctrine of Christ, that's not God. He, he that abides in the doctrine of Christ, he has both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not unto your house, neither be it him God speak. Paul has gotten 
right down to the point of these Galatians. And he's saying uh, to them that I marvel not. He began, amen, to hurt Paul. He said, I'm, I'm amazed of you. I am amazed of you. In just a short while, I have taught you. Now you are listening to another spirit. And that spirit is contrary to the spirit of Jesus Christ. Beloved, things have not changed in Paul's day as it is in our day. He said, I'm amazed that you are so quickly to turn off of God. He is letting us know today that don't be tricked, don't be duped about this gospel. There is not but one gospel. Many people are trying to make out that there are different gospels, but according to the word of God, there is not but one gospel. And this gospel that Paul is talking about was the gospel that the Lord himself set up on the day of Pentecost. Now, this was God done, and it was not man done. And Paul wants us to know that what he was teaching and what he had received, it didn't come from no seminary. He didn't go to school for that. But what he had received came directly from the Lord himself. We got so many gospels, amen, that is in the world today, which is causing people is to go the wrong way. There is a right way and there is a wrong way. I would, amen, encourage every believer is to read the Bible for themselves. Read for yourself to see whether the scripture is saying what they are really saying. Paul is saying to these Galatians, which is not another, but there will be some that trouble you and would prevent, pervert the gospel of Christ. They would change the gospel of Christ. That's where we are right now. There are men in their own philosophy and their own tradition that change the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul let us know that God has brought us unto grace. You know, they have a new thing for us. But then there are people that are still trying to bring us back under the law. The law could not save us. God made a better way for us when he went to Calvary. But what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. God sent his only begotten son 
in the likeness of sinful flesh to condemn sin in the flesh. So my brothers and sisters, Paul is, I like to use the word, he is upset. To see, amen, the church that he had labored with on his first missionary journey to go back instead of coming forward. Under the Old Testament, you have to be circumcised. And they were trying to bring circumcision in with grace. It does not make any difference. You can be circumcised, but in our day and time, you don't need that full skin circumcised. You need to be circumcised from your heart. God needs to cut away the sin that you have in your heart. So Paul was letting us know there is only one God. If you can hear me as I'm trying to express this, it ought to put your mind to think, why is there so many different denominations? And they're all teaching different doctrines. When the Bible is letting us know there is only one God, and our day is plural, there is still just one method. It's not a lot of method, it's one method. And that method is about Jesus Christ. It's not about humanness. Amen. We are living in a time. People are preaching more humanness than it is Jesus. Our message is about Jesus Christ. Any other teaching is a curse or it is a distorted on the fact it gross provision of the truth. If you preach any other thing besides Jesus, that's a curse. Jesus is the only thing that we all should be preaching. Remember in Matthew 16, 16, I believe Jesus said, up on this rock, I will be of my church. And the very gates of hell shall not prevail against me. Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Who has tricked you that you have turned away from the truth? Now, I know, amen, in our day and time, people think holiness is too hard for them to live. They don't want to live a holy and a righteous life. But holiness is where the Lord calls unto. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy, and holy without no man shall see the Lord. Paul, the apostle, was committing and to captivate by the method that he preached. He had constantly preached the gospel for the Lord. And God had faithful confirmed in by his power. 
It means, amen, that we are divided. We all, as men and women of God, ought to be preaching the same gospel. And that gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It ought to be very important to preachers, teachers, and evangelists in the last and evil days that we teach Jesus Christ. Paul, it was astounding as it was seen that the Lord was building his church, the living body of Christ, from every race, color, background, and social status. You see, God's church is made up of every race, every creed, every background. You don't have a certain ethnic group. The Bible says, but God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This one gospel. Not only is there just one body, but there is just one spirit. Ephesians 4 and 4. It's not a lot of spirits. It may be a lot of spirits, amen. That is going around, but it ain't but one true spirit. Now I want to say also, there is two churches. There is Jesus Christ church. There is a false church that is in this world right now. But Paul let us know that. If every believer is converted by the blood, and all believers are then every believer also is influenced by the Holy Ghost, through the infilling of God's Spirit, we are all baptized in the one body. Now, amen. If we, if we, if we obey the gospel of Jesus Christ and be filled with the Holy Ghost, we're going to speak the same thing and mind the same thing. There is something wrong in our world today. There is not but one gospel, one body. Now, whether we be Jew or Gentile, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit, one spirit, not no two or three spirits, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13. We have it all made to drink into one spirit. And that is through the Holy Ghost. Divine truth is brought to life. John 16 and 13. Divine truth is brought to life through the Holy Ghost. Paul is letting us know from Galatians how how did you so easily get off track? Who come and influence you that you should not obey the gospel of Jesus Christ? Was it easy for you? Is it not to obey the gospel? Was it easy for you just to go to church? 
not ready to repent of your sin and claim that you are the Christian. Lord, I wanted to know from them what happened. Titus 2 and 13. A cloud really had have no terror for the people of God. But one day the Son of Man will come in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He's coming. Jesus is on his way back, and he's coming back at his church, at his church. We believe, amen, in one Lord, Ephesians 45. We believe in just one Lord, one Lord. When Thomas saw Christ after the resurrection, he called him Lord. That's my Lord. That's my ruler. He's the ruler of my life because he is my Lord. Paul recognized him as such on the road of the master. John described him as Lord and Lord of all and King of kings. Revelation 17, 14. Yet Jesus is our Savior. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. He is our God. But he's also our Master. We look unto the author and the finish of our faith. That is Jesus Christ. He is our master. And he is exalted on high for above all principalities and powers. All believers should humble, serve him, and should gladly submit to his purpose and plan for their living. We ought to be glad to submit to his purpose and plans. We are buried with him by baptism into death. Romans 6 and 4. We are buried with Jesus by baptism unto death. When you go and be baptized, you ought to be, amen. Your sins ought to be buried. They ought not come up, amen. When you come up out of the water, amen, you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Sometimes that don't happen because man don't understand the burial of Jesus Christ. It is true, amen, that Christ died on the cross. He paid the ransom for our sins. But we can enter into his Sacrifice only through obedience of the gospel. That's the only way we're going to enter into a man is sacrifice is obedience. Obedience, church. It's better to obey than sacrifice. Obedience is needful in this hour and time that we are living in. Paul begins to say, through repentance and water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. Your sins cannot be forgiven but one way, and that is through Jesus. No other thing 
Or no other person can forgive you of your sin but Jesus. Jesus was the one coming paid the penalty. He was the one that come and died for us. That is according to Acts 2 and 38. Consequent every part past sin that the new convert has committed is washed away according to Acts 22 and 16. He is the, excuse me, he is the only somebody can forgive us for our sin. Another gospel? Is there another gospel besides the gospel of Jesus? No. What travel concerned the apostle? Paul must felt as he wrote his epistle to the Galatians. He has taught them faithful, but they were flattering. The apostle worshiped now to be with those to whom he had ministered on his first missionary journey. For he was perplexed with them. He was upset with them. You have come in and let the devil stole what I have planted in your heart. It is so evident today that many people started out right and then let the devil stole what was in the home. The sole truth for men. There is nothing like truth. You can't buy truth. We can sing his deepest disappointment as he acts. All foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? Who will trick you, church? Out there, America, and all over the land, who does trick you that you should not obey the truth? Jesus said, I am the way. I'm the truth, and I'm the life. No man can come unto the Father but by me. Truth is prevalent. We need truth. It reminds me, amen, of what the devil told Eve. The Lord surely didn't mean the day that you eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. Yes, he did. He meant exactly what he said. But the devil changed. The devil tricked Eve. As he is tricking people today, he is not to preach this one job. And that gospel was set up on the day of Pentecost. He has made the sufficient of the cause clear to me. But they have been seduced into thinking that they must keep the law. Now, there are a lot of people today is under the law. If you are under the law, you have failed from grace. If you are a believer and you practice the law, you will have failed from grace. Jesus Christ comes to fulfill the law. We don't live under the riches of the Old Testament. 
we live under grace. We got churches today believe, amen, they have to worship the Lord on a certain day. And if they don't, they think they violate, amen, the first. Look, God is a God of every day. Holiness for hell. In the hell being especially painful for him to see that there were acceptance, people acceptance, circumcision, Galatians 5 and 11. Going back, going back, going back. That's what the church did today. They don't went, they're going backwards. They are not coming forth. They're going back. Galatians 6 and 15. And the Jewish festival days, the, the amen, they want you to keep all these holidays, the amen. That's going to help us on this side of the cross. Paul realized, amen, that the Galatians have been misled and what seemed to them to be my argument, the word bewitch means they have been charmed like a snake, charm a rabbit. That rabbit, amen, gets to the point it freezes, it, it can't move when it's charmed by a snake. Amen. Well, there is a charming spirit out there. It's causing people to turn from truth. People who are cast under a spell. Are you cast under a spell? There is not the one gospel. Are you cast under a spell and lead unto false doctrine? All there are so many is led under false doctrine. They are drinking the cup of the harbor. They're led under false doctrine. Because of the influence of the Judaism, the Galatians had begun to leave a dynamic faith in favor of carnality riches. You see how a calm Christian is today? Their faith is calm. A combined man can't please God. People do some of everything in the name of Jesus. I know the Lord, but let me tell you something. You don't know me. God believes is a righteous way. He says, amen, when, when they had first heard the gospel, they had been in power. Now they were being imperishable. Are you so foolish? Are you so foolish? Paul inquired of them, have begun in the spirit, and ye now made perfect by the blood. Did the blood make you perfect? No. That's Galatians 3 and 3. The blood did not make us perfect. Don't go back and depend on the blood. There are no good things in the blood. It's the spirit of God that set us free and give us liberation. It is started gospel. It's 
no gospel at all. If, it, if, if the gospel doesn't been changed, it ain't no gospel at all. While others might tolerate a Jesus other than the one the apostle had preached, or a spirit other than the Holy Spirit, or some other alleged gospel, Paul would not. In 2 Corinthians 11 and 4, the apostle wrote to the Galatians, I marvel, I'm amazed at you that you are so soon removed from him that called you unto grace of Christ unto another gospel. Are you preaching another gospel besides Jesus Christ? My Lord, how quickly converts have turned to error. They have turned to error. How easily they have turned to another so-called gospel. There is not but one gospel. It is a so-called gospel. Paul, through amazing of their defect, was yet unwavering. Paul, you ain't going to call me to be wavering because you believe in something else besides Jesus Christ. That's when you see, but though an angel come from heaven, preaching any other gospel unto you, then that which we preach unto you, let him be a curse. Galatians 1 and 8, it is serious, church, it is important. If you ain't preaching Jesus Christ and him crucified, you preaching another gospel. In the stronger manner, Paul was defending the astonishing method of Christ and his cross. He clarified that those who preach another gospel, that is, they were doomed to eternal destruction. You preach another gospel, you're doomed to uh, amen. You ain't preaching the right thing. You're preaching another gospel. You're doomed to destruction. There's another one way, and Jesus said, I am that way, the truth, and the life. The apostle emphasized could not be misunderstood as he repeated his strong warning in the next verse, and that was Galatians 1 and 9. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel, you then that you have received, let him be a That's strong words. That is real strong words. We must preach Jesus Christ, gospel of Christ. Paul stated that he was not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. We got many Christians today, they are ashamed of the gospel. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but it is the power of God unto salvation. Romans 1 and 16. He was speaking of a particular manifestation of God's miraculous power. 
Far from being ashamed of the gospel, Paul glorified in it. He glorified in the way of the gospel. He was not ashamed of it. The way and the truth of life. Also in the Bible, it gets life as a journey. We're going through a journey. We're traveling. And in a very real sense, we are all traveling. We are moving swiftly through time and towards eternity. Not always realizing where our daily steps will take us. Quite clearly stated that many are traveling on the broad road of destruction. Many is on Broadway. Everything is on Broadway, confessing Jesus Christ. Broadway is crowded. Broadway is crowded. But you're going to see a traveler every now and then. Try to enter in at the straight gate. Everybody is not trying to go through this straight gate. They're not trying to preach truth. Not only man. The thoroughfare of sin crowned by love, destitute and delusion, but also it is filled with uncertainty and grief. The way of the wicked is as darkness. You see, when you wish you are in darkness, but they know not what. They stumble. They don't know what they stumble over. Proverbs 4 and 19. The way of the wicked is in darkness. The way of people, amen, lying on Jesus and I know Jesus in their life is producing something else. They are in spiritual darkness. In the midst of all this sorrow and pain, there is one who offers us a new in a living way. And that's Jesus. That is Jesus. He is the only somebody can offer us a new and a living way. He is not just a way or one of many ways. He is the way. That's the only way that according to the holy word of God, you can get into heaven. You've got to come through Jesus. He's out of the door. You don't come through Jesus, you're going to fire him up as a thief or a robber. But you won't enter in. There is simply no other way to salvation than through the Lord Jesus Christ. John 14 and 6. There is no other way, amen, that we can get to the heaven but by Jesus Christ. Many folks, amen, in America, in our society, 20 and 20, is rejecting Jesus. The Jews were known as somebody rejecting him. Gentiles are rejecting him. We got, a, you know, we got a race of people today up on the earth right now that don't want to hear nothing about Jesus. Salvation, your security, is in Jesus Christ. 
You may think your security is in something else, but it's not going to last. Our security is in Jesus Christ. All other roads leads eventually to remorse and run. You're going to find out. Tell me the way that you like this. But the man of the end battle off the death. Go to church. People going to church, but they're not crazy. Find out who Jesus is. The Old Testament had a, a measure of truth. For it reveals the plans of God in types and shadows. We are not living under types and shadows anymore. The real things have come. And that is Jesus Christ. Jesus stood before Pilate and Pilate the trial. For this call come I into the world. John 18 and 37. As a brilliant light shining. In the world of darkness, John 1 and 5, he was a brilliant light. And sometimes, amen, many folks have not seen that light yet. They have not seen the glory of the Lord yet. He is a light to this world. When he got to when he was here on earth, he said, I'm the light of the world. Then he went on down, amen. To his disciples, he said, ye are the light of the world. You are sitting that sits upon a hill that cannot be healed. Are you are your light shining? Or do you put your light under a bush in your eyes when certain people come around? Are you ashamed of the gospel of Jesus? I'm a Christian, but I don't want to talk about Jesus when certain celebrities come. I was John there proud. Let me, let me know right there, you're ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was not just that the Lord impeded truth. He was truth. Jesus is truth. It was not just that he bore the light. He was the light. He is the light. He is the span of darkness. That is in your soul. He is the light. He was the living word, and he still is the living word. The full revelation of God to mankind. The invisible was made visible through Jesus Christ. God couldn't come down on himself. Amen. Because God is the spirit. We couldn't see a spirit, so the invisible put on flesh and came down and dwelt among us. My God, the word will come to the earth, but this time he will come in great majesty and splendor. Matthew 25 and 31. Revelation 19, 11, and 16. Amen. He's going to come. The word will come to the earth. Jesus is coming back to the earth. But he ain't coming as no little baby. He's coming as a roaring lion. He's coming to set things straight. But the time he will come is great 
majesty and splendor. And if you ain't right, you ain't preaching this one gospel, I'm afraid, amen, you won't have to deal with Jesus. Jesus Christ is the life. He's the life. Life is in Jesus. He wants to give us life and give it to us more abundantly. One who brings us into a living relationship with the Heavenly Father. St. John 14 and 6. He brings us into a living relationship. You must have a living relationship with Jesus Christ. Apart from our Lord, existence is without purpose. And eternal death is certain. Without Jesus, amen, we are lost. Without Jesus, we are lost. But there is hope for a better way and a better life. For Jesus came offering living water that alone will quench the spiritual thirst of mankind. Jesus, amen, wants to give us living water. How do we don't want to accept that living water? He told the woman, amen, at the well, I'll give you a drink. That you won't have to come back to this well anymore. And she said, Lord, give it to me. Living water. That is, the Spirit of the Lord live within you, springing up unto everlasting life. In the well, that you won't have to come back and thirst anymore. The Apostle Foundation. What kind of men? Was the Messiah called to be his father when he came? Surely the religious elite reason it could not be the law business of tax collectors from Galilee. They ever then envy. The Messiah chose choose people like themselves. The doctrine of the law as his close companion. People didn't think, amen, that the law would choose what the world calls today unlearned people, people that don't have no degree. We are based, amen, in society today, amen, on education. If you got education today, you're all right. Don't let that fool you. Don't let that fool you. Jesus called fishermen from the sea of Galilee. He called tax collectors. Shameless Christ closed his disciples from whom from whom mine was untangling the religious of that day. He closed followers with common people, following a man whom Message talk, their deepest, their commitment was based on Christ's person and on his passion of truth. Will the Lord have not stopped making disciples? Amen. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ, you are a disciple of Jesus Christ. 
It didn't stop with the 12. We all follow of Jesus. And we must hear his voice. He said, my sheep know it, my boy, but the strangers, they don't know. After the outpouring of the Holy Ghost at Pentecost, the apostles faithfully preached the word. The apostles proclaimed truth that they had received from the great of his teaching. They saw signs and wonders pertaining their ministry as Christ has prophesied. Paul assured empathy, believing that the church is built upon the foundation of the apostles. And prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Ephesians 2 and 20. We are built up on the apostle doctrine. One gospel I'm talking about. And Jesus Christ is our chief cornerstone. Are you doing what Jesus said you do? Or are you doing what man is telling you? Paul said, man did not reveal this thing to me. But this was my revelation of Jesus Christ. Listen, I am as told. When I was called to the ministry, man didn't have nothing to do with it. God himself was teaching me. And still is. We have built upon the foundation of the prophet, Jesus Christ himself, being the chief cornerstone. Certainly the Lord and his apostle lady a rock-solid foundation. There are even one foundation, and that foundation is Jesus Christ. If you lay any other weight upon the foundation, it's not a real foundation. One that changes circumstances. A man's opinion could not shape, consequently, the base tense of the church. Stand firm and is unremovable. If you want Jesus Christ, you will stand firm and you will be unremovable. But there is a false doctrine out here. There is a false doctrine. Amen. But I want to let you know, amen, the truth. There is not but one truth. Every believer in Christ Jesus ought to be under the apostle doctrine. And Jesus Christ is our head cornerstone. We ought to be preaching the same thing. We ought not have any dependence among us as believers in Christ Jesus. But it's not that way. Open your eyes. 2020 means your eyes should come to be wide open. See what's going on in this world. Our desire and our prayer should be that we would always enjoy the power of the original apostles and experience. That is possible 
hell only as long as there is a clear cry of the apostles' doctrine through biblical gospel, preach and teach. We need to hear foundation truth that bring the sinner to his knees and keep the believer near his Savior. We need to hear some foundation truth. Somebody needs to teach the oneness of God. The weather of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Are we preaching? Are you preaching, amen? If you say that you know Jesus, you live in a holy and a sanctified life. Are you presenting your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord, which is your reasonable service? Indeed, this conveys good, shared highlights. Early Christian practice. Well, the early believer worships the Lord Jesus as the Almighty. He is the Almighty. John 4, 20 and 28. Revelation 1 and 18. He is the Almighty. He tells us in ideally, man, if there is another God besides me, he said, I don't know him. He is the Almighty God. Hallelujah. He was their creator. He was manifested in the flesh. Yes, as I told you earlier, amen, the visible became visible. The invisible became visible. He was manifested in the flesh. God, Paul explained, was in Christ reconciled the world unto himself. Second Corinthians 5 and 19. What a message this is, this was, for the early believers, and what a message it remains for us today. The one invisible God was manifested in Jesus Christ, revealed as love that has redeemed us to himself. He was God manifested in the world. He come to redeem us. We must preach this one gospel, amen, like never before. Amen, the angels in heaven, amen, is crying. This one gospel. We live in the late hour. We live in the time that Jesus is about to come and snap his church out of here. One gospel, one Lord, one faith, and one baptism of the greatest, amen, uh, was planned. The apostle Lord, amen, to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. This is Dr. Moore saying, I love you, but amen, thou is not the flesh. 